today's 2020 vision episode, we sit down with Tangie McDougald. She is an Amazon best-selling author in the anthology Blessed Not Broken, journey to finding purpose in marriage, motherhood, entrepreneurship as a CEO wife. Raised in Hartford, Connecticut, she is a mother of three and a wife and a graduate of the University of St. Joseph, where she obtained a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. And without further delay, let's get to the conversation. I'm really excited for this one. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. I'm Tianji McDougald. I'm a licensed professional counselor and CEO of Community Matters. Um, so that, I mean, that just the Community Matters part was really what kind of gravitated me towards wanting to know more about you. So how did you get your start in? Um, what kind of drew you to wanting to become a uh, licensed therapist? Good question. Um, I've always been drawn to helping others and you know I believe our children are our future first and foremost. I believe that if we are supplying them with the, with the tools they need to be successful in life, we will be successful in life as a whole, as a community, and overall as a country. Um, and so I came up with the name Community Matters because I feel like um, I want to be able to service the community one household at a time. Well, that's amazing. When you are actually meeting with multiple clients, what's kind of your process? Because there's a lot of, everybody's got a different story, everybody's got a different background. What's sort of your process and kind of having to, to deal with multiple people daily? Um, so our agency services children, adolescents, and adults. I thought uh, developing that type of structure was important. To, to be able to not only touch the children, but I believe that the, the things that are instilled within the children comes directly from the home, right? So um, it was important for me to get familiar with the families that I serve. Um, so having the parents come in, having them feel um, a place of comfort. And then, um, so my process is creating a home-like atmosphere. Okay. Making them feel that this is their place of comfort um, a place that they can go to, and as a of, as a woman of color, someone that they can relate to. That's probably very important. The relatability for them to be able to open up to you and kind of learn from your processes, what you what you teach. That's probably the biggest factor. Is people feeling comfortable enough to open up and actually have an open dialogue with you. I think that's a huge barrier that's been broken with my agency. Um, a lot of people come in and they say, wow, I finally found a therapist that, that understands or a therapist that they can relate to, so yes. Fantastic. So your uh, services, I know you want to touch a little bit upon the people that you, you assist. Do you do any other services as part of your, uh, your company? Absolutely. One of the things um, that I noticed growing up with myself and also working with other community action agencies is the access. That if there are basic needs that needs to be met within a household, the attendance to come to therapy will be lower, right? You're gonna get the no-shows, people who you know have to choose between going to the food pantry or coming to therapy, right? And it's, important as, it's is as important as therapy is, of course, we're gonna choose food, clothing, and shelter, right. of course, first of course. and foremost, right? So through the agency, I like to be able to offer some sort of services or resources to my families. Um, so some of the things that I do is we do um, provide basic needs through a program called Everyone Should Eat. Mm -hmm. 
everyone should eat or food for all. Um, so if I have a family that's in need that reaches out to me, I try to accommodate them um, the best way I can and also help enroll them in a SNAP program um, or connect them with the agency to get enro enrolled in programs like that. That's major because you're not only helping them mentally but physically as well. So as a healer, with everything going on now, do you have clients that come in and have concerns about what's going on in, in the world today and uh, we, we've seen all the riots and everything like that? Absolutely. Um, with the COVID pandemic that's happening and even with the rise in um, the, the Black Lives Matter um, campaign that's, that's, that has risen, um, the, the anxiety levels of the families have increased. Um, being able to not walk around and play like they would normally do, or the children missing their 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 um their other students, right, in school because they have to be homeschooled this year. Um, parents being laid off, not sure how they're going to be able to financially adjust. Um, so all these things have played a huge factor within the households, and so the anxiety levels have increased. Um, and so just trying to work with those families and and provide them as a support an ear to listen to, along with help them problem solve and come up with solutions to help them get through their day-to-day. -day. Have you seen that there's, over the years, progressing through that the stigma of therapy has started to kind of dissipate? Or? Absolutely. I get excited when I talk about therapy. There was a time, especially culturally, when things happen to us, whether it's through, you know, generations or, um, you know, household things that happen. There was always that, that saying, whatever goes on in a house stays in the house, right? So the good, bad, and ugly, we tend to not share within our, amongst others, right? Um, me being a woman of color, and I'm going to hold to that for a moment, me being a woman of color, um, I feel, tends to open up the door for more because culturally they're able to say, you know what it's like, and I can say, yes, I do. And they're willing to let go and, and talk about things that normally they would shove under the rug. So it's more normalized now. Um, the agency, I see a rise in men coming in for therapy, for couples coming in trying to work out therapy, and before you would get no's. You would get no, I'm not interested, that's not what we do. Okay. So, yes. So, let's just jump back to, to the men's side of things for a moment, because okay. we do have, have our wall that we put up. Yes. Do you find that it's, it's easier once they become more comfortable that everything will start to flow or is it sort of a process, it takes, it takes time? So I always say through the initial contact, you're going to know whether or not there's some, some of, somewhat of a connection there. But I do have a three-strike rule. Try me out for three sessions and, and get a feel for me as I get a feel for you and we can decide whether or not this is a good fit for you. Into your background, so what was coming up, what was kind of the things that led to you becoming the business owner, the leader, the role model that you have become? Okay. Um, growing up, I always knew I wanted to be in business for myself, but I didn't necessarily know in what capacity, like what is it that TNG wanted to do. It wasn't until my daughter was like in second grade and she was having problems in school. Um, she was being bussed out to the suburban school coming from Hartford. 
and she was having some problems in school. And as I inquired, I noticed that there was a gap. And the gap had to do with like just dealing with kids, inner city kids, and learning how to um, be culturally competent. Right. And so as I would come into the school and meet with the administrators and sit in in her classes, I, you know, I just felt the need to help more. Um, I noticed that children that were struggling socially were being labeled. And I didn't like that. And so I thought, what could I do? Okay. And um, I ended up going to school for social services initially and received my um, associate's degree. Okay. Um, and just continued from there. Having that, that people being busted, it's a whole different world for not only the students but for the teachers. Once I feel like once they start labeling them, if the kids hear that, they might start believing it and that just Absolutely. it's not a not Absolutely. gonna be good for progression either through life or just confidence in themselves. Absolutely. So I feel like that that's definitely you saw that need there. And then being able to actually provide that service now is, is great. And I feel like a lot of people are gonna benefit from that. Thank you. So what's your personal definition of success? Success for me is being able to be in position. It's a position of freedom, right? Not only just being able to come and go, but success means being happy and well-rounded. Um, so that's what success for me. To pivot off of that success point, um, so I've been doing a little bit of research. I know that you have a book that's coming out. Would you be able to tell me a little bit more about that? Absolutely, I'm excited about my book. Thank you for thank you for mentioning it. I'm excited about the book. So, I recently um, released an anthology. It's called Blessed Not Broken, and this book project was developed um, with the visionary Tamira Mitchell Davis. She had a vision that she wanted to create an anthology that that would inspire and help others. And so, me and nine other women got together and we each contributed a chapter of our lives. Um, the book recently released in May. Um, we did a, a run on Amazon and became the number one Amazon bestseller in 10 categories. So I'm excited about that book. 10. 10. <laughs> 10. 10. That's and fantastic. So, yeah, we held number one for about six days. And so that's huge. That is really huge. That's was that the um, your first experience going into the writing field or have you done any writing in the past? You know besides writing for school, besides, <laughs> you know, besides writing and um, essays and things like that for school, I've never written before. So this was my first jab at it. First jab and first already jab. a number one seller. <laughs> yes, I, I want to um, attribute that to the, um, the knowledge of the visionary, she came in with a lot of knowledge. She brought in expertise to the room to help and develop us because because it was nine of us who never met each other before, right? Mm -hmm. In the arena of writing our stories, and we are all at different stages of our lives. Right. So for her to bring that project to life, um, and develop everyone to be able to write in a space like that and be authentic and be be um, safe to feel safe enough to give a part of them, and it was amazing. 
that is a big step being able to share your story that is you putting a piece of yourself onto the page and yes. just telling the reader or listener however they're gonna you know consume it here here is my story here I'm here I am yeah. so that builds that connection with your base are you seeing that there's any um, anybody that you either is involved with community matters now that has read the book and, and learned something from it and brought that back to you yet or is it still kind of early in the testimonies have been phenomenal <laughs> so yes so there's a lot of people we did the pre-sale okay. um, prior to going live on Amazon um, we did the pre-sale we did very well there um, and so you know as people waited for the book we then launched the electronic book the ebook okay. on Amazon and I'm telling you, it's a page turner. As people were reading, they were calling, whether we were getting phone calls or inboxes. Right. Um, yeah, so the people <laughs> have already read the book, people who have brought, purchased the ebook, and then turned around and brought the book. And so now that the books are read, I'm gonna be shipping them out this week, um, but they're excited, they read the book, um, they're, they're inspired. I have a, a family member that's in South Carolina that caught me up and said, unbelievable unbelievable wow. um, she couldn't believe the story that I shared yeah. and how relatable the other stories are and how that she was able to pick up a piece from each chapter and apply things to her daily life and that's exactly what we wanted are all the other authors also therapists or are they just coming from different fields and they are coming so they okay. are nine african-american women okay um, I believe four is in Connecticut. We've never met each other personally at all. So this is the huge, this is the kicker, <laughs> okay? Tamira was able to put this group together, this group of women, they're all CEOs, right? right. So black business owners together to, the, to share in this book project, right? Um, but we've never met each other. So not only did we come together, but we broke the stereotype of black women can't work together, right? Um, so we came together, there was no drama. I have um, one of the co-authors is a therapist out of Tampa. Okay. Um, the other is, I believe two are in North Carolina, Virginia, um, and Missouri. Missouri, St. Louis? Yes, St. Louis, St. Louis. Yes. Okay. yeah, in Connecticut. So, yes. Got a whole bunch of different yeah, areas, different, different areas. stories, different experiences. Absolutely. And we're back. And again, we're going to be learning a little bit more about Community Matters and uh, just want to dive in a little bit more into when starting the company, what were some of the challenges that you ran into um, just kind of forming your, your business and getting started? Huh. So for me, it was challenging because I had to recognize that my vision is not everyone's vision. Not everyone is going to believe in what I believe I can do. And so, although I was equipped with friends and family, not everyone was a believer. And so, it was like I was taking this journey of entrepreneurship right. alone. Yeah. Um, you know, I had people questioning, why would you leave this lucrative job to go in business for yourself? What if it flops? You know, the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. And that didn't work for me at all because I was walking by faith. And when you're walking by faith, it's a different type of walk. Different. It's yeah. a different type of walk. So there was no challenge in me opening a business that I could I couldn't conquer. Okay. Um, I would say one of the obstacles was finding um, 
a business consultant that wasn't um, that wasn't fearful. So what's, what's next? Wow, a lot, a lot. I'm excited. Um, Community Matters will be transitioning into a psychiatric clinic wow. for children. So I'm excited. I have a whole uh, team of psychiatrists that's coming aboard, um, APRNs, along with clinicians. So I'm, I'm excited about that expansion. That is great news. <laughs> Being able to, so is it going to be the same clients or with the expansion and what you're doing, are you going to be able to bring in a whole another not around necessarily It'll be a whole nother uh, clientele base with that or you um, I'm still gonna be serving children okay. and adolescents personally on a so on a clinic level okay. level it would be children and adolescents. Okay. Um, for myself I will be seeing adult clients as well. However I'm expanding um, my consulting business as well. So with that being said I'm looking to work with more entrepreneurs or people that are interested in developing new businesses. Wow, that's fantastic. You being able to help out the community grow and with the internet expansion, I feel like plus us being locked into the home, people are going to need to find a way to make it or they're going to have to make their own way to make it. Absolutely. I think this COVID pandemic and this social distancing um, pandemic that we're in right now that people are actually, they're tired. They're tired of sitting, waiting for a phone call to tell them if they can go back to work. Some are scared and nervous for their families to go back to work. Right. So you hear more and more people that are getting in tune with their talents and just, you know, more interested in starting their own businesses. And so that's where I like to come in. I feel like it gave people the chance to actually learn themselves what they do, what their passion is, because they didn't really have a choice. Like you're, you're there with you you got to kind of figure out who you are and what you really want out of life. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So is there a resource or a way that they're able to reach you if they do want to talk about this tough time or if they just want to invest in any of your uh, your services that you provide? Absolutely. So Community Matters um, can be reached directly. Our phone number is 860-282. 8882 or you could visit us at our website at mycommunitymattersllc.com um, for those entrepreneurs who's looking to start their business that is looking to um, narrow down on their purpose and, and learn their talents what their talents and skills are um, so that they may be able to go in business I'd love to be able to help you um, you can reach me directly at the same number, 860-282-8882, or you can actually schedule um, a discovery call with me on my website at imtng.com. That's I-A-M-T-A-N-G-I-E.com. I want to thank you for allowing me to come in today, learn a lot more about your business. And thank you for also helping the people of the community because, you know, we, we need help. So every bit that you're putting in, I'm hoping that, you know, you're feeling your, your impact because it's definitely big on people. Thank you. I just want to give back and pay it back to my community. So I thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks again for watching.